Welcome to the best of sold-out sports talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. Super Bowl 50. Boy, what a great week in San Francisco. And uh, this guy knows all about Super Bowls. He understands what it is to play in this big game. And uh, he also has something important he wants to talk to us about. But uh, my good friend Chad Henning, it's been a while. It has been a while. One of the Super Bowls past when you interviewed me before. I know. Ice Bowl, Dallas Cowboy, and it wasn't (laughs) Green Bay either. (laughs) You remember that? They do. That was a crazy week. That was the blizzard. Unusual weather for North Texas. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Now, 50, we've got the Broncos and the Panthers. The Broncos have been there before. This is the first time in 10 years for the Panthers, a little younger football team. But you remember what that's like as a Dallas Cowboy, right, as being a young football team, that first Super Bowl team, coming off what was a, a, a disastrous start when Jimmy Johnson came in and then turned into something great, right? Exactly, and it's you know just a testament to what hard work and you know camaraderie as a team and, and believing in yourself, all those intangibles that you know that made that team great. Tell me about the Super Bowl and about the pressure that comes with it, because uh, you know obviously three Super Bowls in four years, that Cowboy team before free agency, cons- I would consider to be one of the most talented, maybe the be- one of the best football teams of all time. Um, how much has this game changed as you've seen it over the years? What's been the biggest thing to you that you've noticed? It's gotten bigger and better. You know, more exposure. There's more money in the game, certainly. You know, I think that players are, are more talented from a physical perspective that, you know, they take care of their bodies better. Just the different training protocols from weight training, you know, nutrition along the way that some of these guys to be as big as they are, to move as fast as they can, to be as athletic as they can, you know, that's the biggest difference I've seen in the game. But, you know, the game itself, it's still blocking, tackling, you know the basics, the X's and O's of football. So, how, what was your weight uh, your last year with the Cowboys? I play. I always try to be around two ninety. Okay, two nineties, give or take five. So or today 10 that wouldn't be a bad deal because you were fast. I mean, yep. I mean, I, I you know, hopefully I would still be able yeah, to compete. Yeah. But uh, but two ninety. I mean, there's some guys out there today that uh, obviously they're fast and quick, but they're playing at two seventy five or linebacker two fifty. I mean, look at look at Luke Keekley and Dat Win over here. I mean. Amazing what speed and quickness can do, right? That's it, and as well as football IQ and putting yourself in the right position and you know keeping that head on a swivel. Chad Henning is with us, a former Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl champion, and you know Chad, uh, being a former military guy, obviously taking care of the wounded warriors is something that I'm interested in. You know, uh, so many of the former NFL players that this has become uh, a huge cause because they need it. Uh, we've been through a lot of wars in this country. We have a lot of guys that need help. Tell me about Humana and what you're doing here today. Well, I'm, I'm so proud of you know my affiliation with Humana, and they've done a great job over the last several years of the Wounded Warrior amputee flag football game. That they've they've had games throughout every NFL city, and you know they always do a game the day before the Super Bowl. This year it's at College of San Mateo uh, here in the Bay Area, you know, noon on Saturday. But it's an opportunity for for veterans that have given a lot in, in the fact that there's guys out there playing with prosthetic limbs and in wheelchairs um, against former NFL football players. And there's a lot of mutual respect from both parts, but it's an opportunity to, to raise awareness, raise some money, 
to help different uh, veteran initiatives and programs. And, you know, and I'm very proud of what Humana has done and the fact that they put their money where their mouth is in, in and not only just hiring. And they've over $350,000 over the last three years to uh, the heroes. And uh, this is more impressive. They've hired over 2,600 military that's veterans. That's, that's, very impressive. that's very impressive. So the job situation, how do they go about doing that for these guys? Well, it's still the same opportunity because there's, I mean, the same process in, in hiring. They have a veterans initiative that you can go onto their website and, and, you know, put an application in. But the thing, the great thing that a lot of companies are recognizing is that the intangibles that these military guys have, whether they were enlisted or an officer, as, as you know, that they've had a lot of world experience from leading men in combat, from strategic planning to, you know, reacting tactically to, you know, logistics and the whole nine yards that they bring that skill set uh, as well as the whole functional moral character and leadership um, and ethics attributes that they have to enhance any corporation. So I'm a huge proponent for let's hire veterans. Chad Henning with us, Dallas Cowboys, three-time Super Bowl champion, nine years with one of the best football teams uh, in the world. I mean, what a great football team it was. Uh, flew missions, uh, A-10 Warthogs, Air Force Academy, and I remember uh, your coach at Air Force was who? Fisher DeBerry. I know Fisher. Fisher was awesome, absolutely awesome. We played we played them uh, when I was there twice, and I- I'll say this, uh, Air Force Academy always played tough 60 minutes you knew you were in for a long game and you knew that they were going to come out and play hard they were a little undersized but man they made up for it with hustle with hustle and uh, and playing at that altitude exactly was not easy is a is a big difference particularly for teams that are coming from sea level of course we were albuquerque so we were six thousand plus six thousand plus feet but you know it's those attributes that i spoke of that that veterans have that you know are indoctrinated in in part of our military training at the academy those Things about persistence, resilience, self-discipline, self-reliance, um, playing well, to the work ethic, all those intangibles that we learn. Because in order for us to compete and to be a success, we have to exemplify those attributes. You know, our network is about faith, family, and sports, fspn.net. And uh, we launched a, a new programming network this week. And we've had a lot of people really excited because the network's all about the guys and the gals, about coaches, about players, about student-athletes, about who they are on and off the field and what they represent. And fans today are really looking for, you know, who these people are. They want to know more about who the players are. It isn't just about stats and about what they do on the field. What I would like you to talk about is is you played the game that way. Uh, you led in the community, in the military, on the football field. You understood the responsibility of an NFL player. Tell me about faith, family, and football and how that's played out even now in your life. Well, that was one of the things, based on my experience that I had, and I see the the lack thereof, or at least the perception of the lack thereof in the media about who these individuals are. You know, it prompted me, last fall I wrote a book called Forces of Character. And in that book I interviewed 10 different people from all walks of life. Some of the individuals you know, Roger Staubach, Troy Aikman, Jason Garrett, Greg Popovich, coach for the Spurs. But people from a broad breadth of, of experience from male, female, you know, black, white, different walks of life. But the one thing that held true with all of them was the aspect of character. They're all force of character. And and for me, that was the reason I wanted to get that out. You know, what you're, you and your network are doing to promote those things that it's more, it's as important, if not more important, to amplify those traits about it's important to be a good teammate. It's important to be an individual of character, a good sport, um, sportsmanship, than it is 
wins and loss, particularly for young kids, because it's those you're you're going to forget about the games that you play, yeah. but the intangible lessons you're going to carry through in life, as you and I both know. Athletics, particularly football, is a phenomenal leadership laboratory, mm-hmm. right? You learn a lot of life lessons in that. And you want that. Um, I talk about character being kinetic. It's those little decisions that you make along the way that determine, you know, the path that you take in life, your identity, who you are, and do you own up to that identity. And, it, and it's a choice. And, and, you know, I applaud you on your initiative here because this is something that we, ex- we need in our culture more than anything is to get back to those basics the, about what the importance of athletics are, is, is to teach those intangible lessons, not just to win win games. Chad Henning is a three-time Super Bowl champion, Dallas Cowboys. And, Chad, you, we were talking off the air about our kids and about grandkids and about, you know, what I find when I talk to guys that get it, in this, that have played in this league, that understand the importance of that priority of faith, family, and, and whatever it is you have a passion for, um, you were talking about just how uh, gratifying it is to, you know, it's not about you anymore. It's about your kids, your family, and that becomes almost the passion. Um, I've really enjoyed it at this time of my life because, you know, you've done what you've done, but now you're getting an opportunity to mentor, an opportunity to set up the next generation. How has that gone for you with your own family? Exactly. And, and as a parent, my mission is is to raise my children to be, contributing citizens to be individuals of character to be individuals of faith that you know their faith is the lens in which they view all their experiences or their perceptions of of the world around them and and you know when my kids when they get it when they have those moments where they call my kids are both in college and they call hey you know hey dad hey mom you know i did this or i was able to witness to a young person or i was able to you know to to give back and do a community service project you know, that's where my wife and I kind of pat yeah. ourselves on the back and say, amen. You know, yeah. thank you, God, for giving us the opportunity and, you know, for the heart that our kids have for their fellow citizens and, and for him. So, I mean, it, it is something that um, you know, very gratifying and, and uh, you know, it's, it, it is the most important job that I've ever had. You know, Fly- from flying jets or football, being a parent is number one. Final moments with Chad Henning. And, Chad, you know, we work with young people in our program. Our 501c3 is called Sold Out, and it's a program for character and life skills, teaching junior high and high school kids how to prepare for success in life. And then an alcohol abstinence pledge, um, basically that, with, that alcohol and success don't go together long term. Um, what would you tell young people? Because I talk to a lot of young people today, and I ask a lot of guys this because I want kids to know. Um, a lot of kids today don't have hope. A lot of kids say, well, the background I come from, I've been in trouble. I've made mistakes. I don't think I'm going to be able to become what I want. It just isn't there for me. Tell, tell, tell kids out there uh, why that's not true and what, what can be done to, to change that. You know, life is about choices. And, and it's about the opportunity that every new day is a new opportunity. And it's a choice. You choose. Do you choose to, be, to, to practice abstinence? Do you choose... You know, to pledge not to do drugs or alcohol. Do you choose to be an individual of character or an individual of faith? You know, one of this, if I can have the time to finish this with a story, just uh, one of the individuals I interviewed in my book was an Auschwitz survivor. This was a young girl who was 16 years old, traveled on the cattle car from her nation of Hungary to, to Auschwitz in Poland, where her mother pulls her aside. Her father is already separated from them, and she pulls her aside and says, you know, Edie, her name is Dr. Edith Eager, you know, Edie, we're not sure where we're going. We're not sure what's going to happen to us. But always remember, you have a choice. They can't take away from you what you think, you know, I'm pointed to her head. 
They get off the cattle car at Auschwitz, come face to face with Josef Mengele, you know, Dr. Mengele, right. the angel of death. He does the thumb to the mother to take this path, for the t- her and her sister to take another path. Her mother is sent to the gas chamber. She, she was a classically trained ballerina. She had to perform for Mengele before his dinner. Wow. So she had a choice, you know, to, to, to forgive, a choice to continue to go on. This is a guy who murdered her whole family. And, and I put it in that extreme case, when you're talking to kids, talking to individuals, that if she has a choice, you know, what's your excuse? Wow. So it's, it's one of those things that, that life is a choice. And, and, and truly, you got to surround yourself with people that are, that are of like mind or your friends. He who walks with wise men will be wise. Are your friends lifting you up or are they taking you down? Wow. So those, you know, little things like that make a difference. And that's, again, character's kinetic. It's decisions that you make along the way. Great words from Chad Henning right here on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. And, Chad, before we go, Humana, helping these wounded warriors. What's the website that they need to check out if they need help with a job or they want to you be just, involved? You can go to Humana.com, and down there you just you scroll through the different tabs, and they'll have that information on their veteran Awesome. Chad, uh, always a pleasure having you in, man. Congratulations. Thank Thanks for everything. Appreciate it. Be back right here on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. Oh, welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk. Another great program for you tonight. And uh, coming in with us, a so, guy that I've watched act, uh, well, movies, television. Um, you've seen him uh, in Fear of the Walking Dead, Flight 462. You've seen him in Resurrection, Rizzoli and Isles, Under the Dome. And uh, in one of my favorite movies is uh, the energetic, I love that, the energetic coach Jerry Streams from the football movie Woodlawn. Kevin Sizemore here with us. Kevin, how are you? Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for having me, Roman. Really appreciate it, man. Hey, well, great to have you in the house. I tell you, you uh, before we get to why you're here, which is the uh, Angel City Games, third annual at, at uh, UCLA for the third annual Celebrity Wheelchair Games, and this is an incredible event. We're going to get to it in a second. But wanted to talk to you. Uh, we were talking a little bit off the air, and um, – uh, how did you get involved with Woodlawn, the movie, with Caleb Castillo and Tony Nathan? It was really interesting. I was uh, I was scheduled to do a, um, my son actually was scheduled to do a movie in Nashville, and then it ended up not happening because he got cast in the TV show Nashville. So either way, we ended up going to Nashville for the series. And he was there playing the young character of Micah, uh, Gunner's kid on Nashville. So while while I was there, literally, a week into me being there, I got cast in a movie, again, shooting in Nashville called Sweet Sweet Summertime. So I was there, Gunner was there, my wife was there. We wrapped the film, and I was heading back to L.A., and my wife was going to, you know, tag team and come in for a bit. And I get a, uh, I get a message from Andy Irwin, whom I met. He's a director, one of the co-directors. I met him at the Mom's Night Out premiere here in Los Angeles. And when he, when he saw me, he says, Kevin, we got to work together. Let's keep in touch. Not many directors say that to you. Normally, it's kind of, you know, smoke and mirrors. But yeah. we uh, exchanged numbers. We talked and over the course of time, which led up to me being in Nashville. He said, hey, I've got this role for you, and I think you're going you know, to knock it out of the park. What do you say? I didn't go to L.A. I went to Birmingham, Alabama, and I shot well, for six and a half weeks. Uh, Nick Bishop, who, who played the head coach, I played his assistant. Kayla Castile, Sean Aston, uh, John Boyd. Sherry Shepard, C. Thomas Howe. We had a phenomenal cast. Woodlawn was one of my favorite projects I've ever done. Kevin, were you surprised at the uh, outcry in terms of just how that film impacted people's lives? Yeah, I, I was. Uh, and, and, you know, not, not a lot of people still know about the movie. It's one of those sleeper films where 
a handful of people heard about it, and then the word of mouth has carried the film on and on and on. And it's going to be one of those movies where every year the people who know about it, the football people especially, they're going to show up to their incoming freshmen, and they're going to watch it every year. And it's going to be that film that just it's going to touch people because when you really pay attention to what's going on, and we mentioned it earlier, it's not a movie where you shoot from the outside in. You're in, you're in with the, the dirt, the mud, the ball. You're you're seeing it from the inside out. The way they shot it was just phenomenal. Chris Kimlin was our DP, and he just did a killer job. So, Kevin, do you have an athletic background? Did you play in high school or college? I played high. Well, I actually played basketball all the way through my sophomore year, and then I played football all the way through my sophomore year, and then I decided to get a job. And uh, my senior year, I was going to go back out and play because, you know, I'm athletic and I could play ball, but we decided to do something really fun and crazy, and we decided to play a prank on our rival football team, which is a very minor rival prank, and our coach didn't like it. So uh, we actually got kicked off the team my senior <laughs> year for, for mooning someone. <laughs> oh wow! But, but 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 people need to understand that the time the time back then back then that was a rite of passage. <laughs> oh, you know, hey, you know, you have a rival football team. You have to stand on your ground. So it was many years later. I, I was doing a premiere in my hometown of Princeton, West Virginia. For I forget which one it was. It might have been Woodlawn. I think it was Woodlawn. And um, I invited that coach, whom I've not spoken to since 1990, wow. to the premiere, and he showed up and. Um, Standing there on the stage in front of roughly 950 people, I stopped I stopped everything that was going on and got really serious. And I said, just want to make sure that you know that you did the right thing. And me and all the seniors who got kicked off the team did the wrong thing. I want you to know that we made the mistake. You did what was right, and we did what was wrong. And, man, you would have believed we gave that guy a $1,000 million. It, was, it meant a lot for me to be able to do that for him. But, you know, it meant a lot for me to be able to say that because I don't really talk about it publicly, and I, I made a mistake, and I wish I wouldn't have done it. But well, the good news is, is we've got that all cleared up. We broke it right here. Everybody, everybody it, knows, and, and we've got it cleared up. Everybody knows now. <laughs> Kevin Sizemore is with us, actor, uh, movies, and television. And, uh, Kevin, you're a small-town guy. I'm, I am, too, from Wilmington, North Carolina. You're a West Virginia guy, Princeton, and uh, as, as I was reading about you, uh, coming from a middle-class family, a small town, um, you actually got your first break doing a Maxwell House coffee commercial. Is that right? Yeah, we were. Uh, you know, I wanted to be a musician. That's what I've always, you know, thought I was going to be. I was a drummer, and I sang and had a blast doing that. And then I realized that after we kept playing shows and shows and shows, I guess you know, when you, when you don't play your own music and you play cover songs, after a while, people you can't continue getting the same people to come to your shows. So after a year or two of doing this, I realized we had more people in the band than in the audience, which was four. And I'm like, man, we're horrible. What are we doing? So I switched over to be an actor, and I ended up getting lucky. That's in my mind. I wanted to be an actor, and a commercial came into town, and my parents gave me permission to miss one day of school. And I went over, and I got it, and I guess I just got the, the juices flowing. It was really fun. Okay, so let's get down to business. You're going to be participating in a very important weekend on June 22nd through the 25th at UCLA. Well, not too far from where I grew up, the Bruins. Uh, you're going to be you're going to be uh, playing in a very important wheelchair game at the third annual Celebrity Wheelchair Basketball Game for the Angel City Games at UCLA, which is this incredible event with 
all sorts of concerts open to the public and um, some incredible athletes that get the opportunity to show off their thing. So uh, I know you did it last year. Tell me why you're back. Well, these these are athletes that people don't realize how fantastic and, and amazing they are. I mean, last year when I showed up, I really didn't know what to expect. I just wanted to go in and support and do whatever I could. And while we were there, we, we, we were asked to sit down and play. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. And it took me about, you know, 15 minutes to figure out the, the stance and stuff. But these guys would run circles around me. I've never seen... Like Trooper, for example, Trooper Johnson, he came at me. He came at me in a wheelchair, and he was going a good 10, 15 mile an hour. He was flying, and he stopped on a dime and did a pivot turn as if you were doing a, you know, going around someone with the ball and spun and passed behind his back. And I'm like, people got to see this. I mean, this is amazing. So this year, we even had a bigger group coming. You know, we have, we have some good names Kenny Johnson. Everyone knows Kenny Johnson, Rob Morrow, who, actually directed me in an episode uh, back in Atlanta of Necessary Roughness. Uh, we have some kids coming, Jacob Ricard, who's Kirby Buckets, my son, who's uh, who's on the show Ben 10 right now. He's going to be there. Uh, Makia Curtis. And we have uh, yeah, some NFL Coach guys, Carter. too. Got a little QB action. Josh Freeman flowing in, huh? Yeah, Josh Freeman's coming and Chris Cluey. Um, who do we have? Oh, oh Holland Bullcotters. Stretch is going to be there. I mean, we have Seven, four it's Stretch. A great, it's a great eclectic group, and and like you said, I, I so wish you could be here. They would love having you here. Well, we uh, we we hope uh, we hope this year we we found out about it a little bit late, but we hope next year we'll be able to come out with our film group and come out there and have some fun and uh, and be involved. And if you want more information about this great event, it's the AngelCityGames.org. And you know, even for people who you know aren't into sports, even though this is kind of exciting because you do a lot of unique things. Kevin, uh, this is kind of a happening. I mean, where people should just come out and enjoy, right? You got concerts, you got some food going on for three days. So a lot of cool things going on. This great family event, right? Huge family event. And you talked about when, when you bring your family here, it makes you realize what's important in life. You're seeing people who went through hard times, and instead of sitting back going, "Oh man, poor, poor, pitiful me," they've said, "You know what? Yeah, something bad happened, but you know what? I have a chance to make a difference now." This is my opportunity. This is my 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 lightning. I can I can do something and, and make a difference in the world and still have fun and still do the things that I want to do. I might have to work harder at it, but I can still do it. And what's great about the chair the wheelchair game, it's only five dollars. I mean the entire family can come, see some of their favorite celebrities and learn about new ones for five dollars at the Wooden Center. It's really a great event just for the basketball side of it and for the whole three days it's just a, it's a treat and if you've never seen it, it it's so worth it just to come down and watch actor kevin sizemore is with us right here on sold out sports talk and uh, final moments with the uh not only tv actor but uh, movie actor as well uh he's going to be out there at ucla you should come join him with many many others and guys like adam sandler have been out there for this uh, as, yep. as he mentioned earlier rob morrow so there'll be actors and athletes, and it'll be a great chance to be involved with something that has a lot of meaning for uh, the area as well as you and your family. And, of course, we were talking about the events, and it says here, uh, main stage expo opening ceremonies, live bands and singers, live DJs, kids games, as Kevin said, for the family, special events uh, from sponsors, celebrity appearances, exercise classes. I mean, we're going to get people in shape. It's good. Yeah. It, 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 they've done a great job over the last three years. They've built it up, and it's going to be better every single year. I'm just fortunate that they've asked me to come back to be a part of this. It's so much fun. And if I can lend a little bit of my time to do this, 
I'm getting a lot more out of it than they are. I can tell you that. That's how great it is. Angel City Games, June 26th through, 22nd through the 25th. If you want more information, uh, angelcitygames.org. And, of course, uh, you can see Kevin Sizemore and a lot of his friends uh, giving their time, celebrities and athletes alike, uh, for the wheelchair basketball game. And when is the wheelchair basketball game, Kevin? Oh, it's on the 25th. I mean, it's, it's coming up fast because I, I feel like I need to get in shape because these guys are these guys are going to wear me out. I know they are. It's on it's on next Saturday, so there's about a week to get in shape. The 24th. Um, it's it's going to be fun, man. It's really going to be fun. And if people think that it's easy, then they need to try it because it's 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 the second. It, it's probably the first hardest thing I've ever done. The second hardest thing was in high school. We played donkey basketball. Yeah, I, I've been Australia. there. That's tough, too. Oh, my gosh. Dragging that donkey around isn't easy, is it? No, and you got to dribble, and no, it's not fun. So donkey is number two, wheelchair is number one. About 20 seconds. Tell me what, what's next for you. I'm in the middle of doing a handful of things. We have six films coming out. Mine, nine, about the West Virginia coal miners. That's one. Uh, the Case for Christ just left theaters, as, as, you, as you well know, that'll be out in, uh, on DVD pretty soon. And the film that I also co-produced, Police, is on Netflix right now, and it's in Walmart. So that's a, uh, a family film, and trust me, we have a handful more. Kevin, you're welcome back anytime. We will talk to you soon. Have a great time at the Angel City Games, and we'll visit with you soon, my friend. God bless. Thank you very much, Roman. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, www.fspn.net, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.